News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. So this uh, document is a very important update on uh, Ireland's economic performance and also uh, where we stand in terms of fiscal management and the outlook for not just this year, but for the next number of years. And so we're setting out forecasts in terms of uh, the fiscal position uh, to the end of 2026. And we're also setting out economic projections in relation to growth, uh, the issue of inflation that you mentioned there and so on, uh, out to 2030. 30. So we are forecasting that for the next number of years, Ireland will run uh, significant budget surpluses. Uh, that is to be welcomed. So this uh, and uh, is good document news. is, uh, it is a very however, driven by on, uh, bumper uh, Ireland's corporation tax receipts, and also which are uh, where we stand to grow in and which terms are particularly management volatile in nature. Look yeah. for and we do not just believe this year, that but for the next uh, number of years. And so we're setting out such receipts that we would collect in this terms year of uh, the fiscal position to the end of 2026. Are we and we're also setting out so economic projections in relation to growth, uh, uh, the issue of inflation like that you mentioned there and so on, uh, out we're now to 2030. To 12 billion. So we are forecasting money, that for the that next number of years, Ireland will run uh, significant budget surpluses. That is to be welcomed. But the budget is a number of months away, so this is a step on the road to the preparation of the budget. But as we move through the summer, continuing to grow, myself and Mr Donoghue will finalise the summer economic statement. And we do that believe that we agreed with the party leaders and with cabinet such and that, that will set out the budgetary strategy for uh, of, uh, budget 2024 uh, 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 an and so that will involve uh, making so decisions about how much resources we think it is appropriate uh, to make available uh, next year across a whole range it, it, of different areas. Um, I am determined that recognising the volatile nature of these corporation tax receipts that we do put funding away the budget is a number of months away so we are going to be facing on the road to large Operations down the budget, but we have an age as we move through the summer. Uh, uh, myself the, the, the and Minister Donoghue will finalise the summer economic statement uh, that will have to be agreed with party leaders and with the, the cabinet, and that will set out the budgetary strategy for uh, budget 2024. And so that will involve uh, making decisions about how much resources we think it is appropriate to make available broadly next year across a whole range of different areas. To avoid, I am determined that permanent recognising the volatile nature. Of expense revenues that could prove to be temporary, uh, that we do uh, that put be funding away serious uh, for the future okay. stake, and we are going to be facing this government uh, large bills down the line. Uh, we have an down the line population uh, so some of these the, revenues the, the, the uh, do not repeat, large uh, and you have that's the expenditure commitments made. Then all of a sudden you have a large hole in your public finances, and we know what has to happen when you encounter a situation like that. That involves real cuts. That involves potentially spent on one-off structural projects. Can you say that? And that uh, broadly speaking, yes. Uh, the one mistake that we simply we, we, we have to avoid uh, is making permanent recurring commitments on the back of expense of uh, revenues that could prove to be temporary. Uh, that would be a very serious policy crisis. mistake. Inflation and it's not one that I and this government will make because uh, if down the line uh, some the of these revenues spend, uh, do not repeat uh, and you have the expenditure commitments made, then all of a sudden you have a large hole in your public finances and we know what has to do 
we think is uh, when you encounter a situation like that, uh, that involves real public finances, you know, uh, carefully introducing measures is, that have been um, that really important, that, that not just for this generation, but for future generations. And I am determined that uh, we use uh, this sweet spot that we are at in terms of the public finances at the moment well, and that we get a long-term dividend from that because we know that there are real costs coming down the line. That said, you rightly point to an 11 billion euro budget package last year. That was at a time when inflation averaged about 8% across last year. Well, whatever we do will not be politically motivated. I'm sure you that we will do it was once off in national interest provide a lot of additional managing households finance the electricity credits the once off welfare payments and so on. And not just for this generation but for future generations. And I am determined that we use this sweet spot that we are at in terms of the public finances at the moment well and that we get a long term dividend from that because we know that there are real costs coming down the line. Look at that said you rightly point to there is a lot of 11 billion euro budget package and it would last year. That was at a time when inflation it would and it would improve the overall quality of life of our people and the productive capacity of the economy was once off in nature and when I look at the public capital program we have at the moment it's over 12 billion euro we've had significant underspends and so on and in two years that doesn't mean that we will have underspends in the future Covid plays a role in that but what I am saying is I am ruling out using once off receipts for recurring expenditure it is serious but of course we will examine the potential of strategic once off or capital investment that would deliver a return for the people it and would stay it would improve the overall but the quality of life of our people and principally capacity uh, these bumper receipts economy okay. Okay. Future. not to, to repeat and into the future uh, when I look at the public capital away program for we have at the moment the challenge is well in Europe we've had significant underspends in each of the last two years that doesn't mean that we will have underspends in the future Covid played a role in that but what I am saying is I am ruling out using once off receipts for recurring expenditure because that would be a serious mistake um, but of course we will examine the potential the of a strategic and once off capital investment uh, that and would deliver a return for the people and the state not all about which money. would not put it the public delivery at risk and but principally and uh, these bumper receipts okay. we okay. expect okay. not to, to, to deliver a major public they need to be put away for the challenges that we are fundamentally reforming the planning system we have too many projects whether they be housing projects renewable energy projects or public infrastructure projects that are tied up in the planning system in particular at the appeal stage and, they were and so Minister O'Brien has brought forward um, housing, a radical reform programme from Board Canola that's one example that? of they how are we improve the capacity the and we make the system more um, efficient that is absolutely and not and true and that's why uh, it goes back to the point I made it's not all about money yes those are absolute priorities efficiency and having no capacity across the system domestically deliver major public capital investment projects and that is why we are fundamentally reforming the system to uh, we have too many projects scale up the housing projects housing again, renewable energy projects and public infrastructure projects with about that are tied up in social housing system in the pipeline at the end stage coming on stream so the Mollow Brian is brought forward wherever I go um, so that's a radical reform but we have much more to do that's one example of how we improve capacity and we make the system more efficient it's not all what we are concerned about is core inflation remains quite sticky so overall yes those are absolute priorities and we fall to no more 2.5% next year uh, domestically um, the core inflation is tackling houses, which is where you exclude and, some you know, we are food items and energy it's a, um, it's a technical resources important to significantly uh, and that scale 
they'll be hired into a public housing again. So and we that are seeing progress in that fund. Uh, we know what about central banks are doing. Social housing interest rates with a view to getting inflation coming under control. I see that we just have to make sure that we manage fiscal policy in a way that is consistent with what the monetary authorities are trying to do. Because it is in all of our interests to get inflation down. Because what we are concerned about is core inflation remains quite and impacts on the overall. We do think that inflation will fall to average about two and a half percent next year. Um, but core inflation, which is where you exclude some um, food Jared items Hutch and energy, it's a, it's a technical measure, but it's an important one, and that will be higher than 2.5%. So that is a concern. We know what central banks are doing to increase interest rates with a view to getting inflation under control. We just have to make sure that we manage fiscal policy in a way that is consistent with what the monetary authorities are trying to do, because it is in all of our interest to get inflation down, because it hurts people, it damages living standards in the uh, and impacts on the disposable income that people have okay. uh, to do, do you think Sinn Féin have further questions over here? On to something else. I'm, I'm uh, yes, I do believe that uh, Sinn Féin and Mary Lou MacDonald have um, questions to answer on now that the Hutch trial uh, is over. Um, uh, we are seeing the questions more and more information come into the public domain about Jonathan Dowdell's connection with Sinn Féin. It is a long association that he has with the party. It wasn't just a short time challenging Jonathan Dowd a councillor. Uh, he was a financial supporter, uh, a as we know, of Mary Lou MacDonald. Uh, he is now a convicted criminal. He has been convicted of a horrific crime of torture and uh, has now been convicted of facilitating a murder uh, at the Regency. Uh, yes, I do so believe that do is an explanation and an account from Sinn Féin to answer exactly now what that the relationship is was over a number of years Jonathan Dowd, what his connection with the party was, what role he played uh, in the operations of the party in the decisions uh, it is a long association and I don't believe to be honest that we have got that uh, adequate explanation just, uh, a short time that he served as a councillor uh, he was a financial supporter as we know of Mary Lou MacDonald uh, he is now a convicted criminal he has been convicted of a horrific crime of torture and uh, has now been convicted of facilitating a murder uh, at the Regency and so I think what mm-hmm. we do need is an explanation and an account from Sinn Féin of exactly what their relationship uh, was uh, over a number of years with Jonathan Dowdle, what his connection with the party was, what role he played uh, in the operations of the party, in the decisions of the party. And I don't believe, to be honest, that we have got that adequate explanation yet. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News